Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wernett. Today I'm joined by three local nonprofits, the Naperville Municipal Band, Summer Place Theatre, and the Exchange Club. It's going to be a fun summer. You're watching Spotlight, and joining me now from the Naperville Municipal Band is Ron Keller. Ron, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to be here. Nice to have you with us. I think this is the first time we were just saying that I have had the pleasure of your company since I took this job over, so yeah. thank you for being with us. Well, I'm around. Okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> I'm starting to take it personally. Um, talk a little bit, Ron, about your background with the band, how you got started. Well, uh, that goes way back to my... Uh, when I was a little kid, my mom and dad both played in the band, and my mother was a almost professional marimba player. She was an outstanding musician. And they played in the city band, and every Thursday night I went down to the park and heard the concerts, and I finally wanted to join the band, and uh, my mom wanted me to play marimba, my dad wanted me to play the cornet, and I said, I want to play the tuba. Of course. And, <laughs> So they brought a full-size sousaphone over to Ellsworth School and marched me up and down the gym. And my dad said, it's too heavy, isn't it? I think the horn weighed more than I did. And uh, I said, no, I can carry it. So Mr. Kerner, the director, said, can you blow it? So I put a mouthpiece in, and I let loose with a womp that scared pigeons for three blocks. And my dad <laughs> says, well, I guess he can blow it. So I started in a band in third grade. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And, you know, that's a long time ago, Ron. How has the band evolved over time? Well, the band for many years was just a summer band, just playing in the summer. But it, when I took over as director, I was young. I was only 27. Wow. But I had grown up in the band, and that's why they picked me to do it, because I knew issues and the problems. After the third year of director, I went to the board and I said, you know, if this band is ever going to improve, we have to go year-round. Because I teach my kids in school, it's a year-round job. Don't lay it in a closet. And I said, if it's good for the kids, it's good for the adults. Because we used to put everything away Labor Day and pick up in March. Yeah. And that six months took its toll. It took us three months to get back in shape. So the board took my recommendation. We voted year-round. And from that point on, we started playing year-round. The first year, uh, I realized that you couldn't just rehearse. You had to play a concert. So where are you going to play? Well, it happened that the high school band was looking for some help on their concert. And I said, why don't we share a concert? So I went back to the board, and I said, we got a chance to play a winter concert with, at Fife for All with Naperville Central, and that time Naperville Community. And... They all, who's going to come in here in the wintertime? This is a summer band. They're used to coming in the park and all that kind of stuff. And uh, one of the band members on the board said, well, we'll never know if we don't try it. So right. we, we did it, and we packed Pfeiffer Hall, standing room only. Well, then the board, the next meeting, we got to do that again. <laughs> yeah. So that's, And that's a great place to play, too, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, what so, a nice way to partner with the high schools, you know? It's, we we it's try really nice. to do a concert every year with one of the schools. Uh, one of the high schools, we've done it with Plainfield East High School, uh, uh, Bolingbrook High School, Naperville Central, Naperville North, Batia, uh, Wabonzi, Nequa. We've done them, and we've done them with some junior high bands, too. 
It's amazing to see the look on the junior high band kids' faces when they sit in an adult band and you come down with a stick and there's this concophony of sound and they just like, oh my gosh, you know. Uh, so it's a neat experience for them. Yeah, too. absolutely, absolutely. Now you have always been tuba. Have you ever had any other background on instruments, Ron, or just always the tuba? Well, it's always been the tuba was my focus, but I, uh, on my master's degree, I had to play a proficiency exam on every instrument. Ah, okay. And you had to, and they would give you a written test where they would give you some crazy lines where how would you finger the note this way? How would you figure it when this note is in front of it? So it was a really in-depth thing. Um, actually, the instrument that gave me the most trouble was piano. Which for many people seems to be the more simpler, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, interesting. And my wife plays piano and I, I wonder at how well she plays. And I, <laughs> piano and I didn't get along. I could play the right hand, I could play the left hand, and then you put them, put them together, <laughs> clunk, and there I'd sit. So for my final, I memorized it. I just played it by memory. Well, this all is good training for you to be the director, the musical director. So let me ask you this question. You're doing, you're thinking about the summer band concerts. How do you decide what program or what theme to do for your concerts? Because you have a lot of variation. Well, that's the key is the variation, but I want to make sure there's something on every concert for somebody. Okay. So it's a lot of variety and uh, the band exists for its audience. And if, if we would play a real contemporary concert with not a lot of familiar stuff, I don't think we'd get the crowds that we get. Um, I have calls every year about when are you doing Sousa, when is the 1812 overture, when uh, the biggest crowd we ever played for was uh, a fall of Rybecki when he was mayor. He came to me and he said, I've never heard the band play the 1812 overture, can you do it? And I said, well, yeah, Chet, but to do it, we got to have cannons and bells. <laughs> And he said, uh, they called me the very next day. He said, I have four 105 howitzers. When do you want them? Uh, and he got a National that. Guard unit to come up, and they pointed four cannons at Wheaton, and we had the official shelling of Wheaton. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that is truly one of your signature concerts every summer. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Talk a little bit, you know, you, you talked about how you joined the band when you were in third grade, but mm. you've got some people in the band who have been there a long time. So talk a little bit about how, how old's your oldest member of the band? Our oldest member right now is 89, <laughs> and we've had 20 that made 50 years or more with the band. The turnover is very small. We're at about a 70-piece band right now, which is a nice-sized band. We've had a couple of new players, well, three new players join us in the, this past uh, three or four months, and uh, they, uh, they fit right in. And, and, the, and the ones that have moved away have come back to visit, and they say there's no band like Naperville. Oh, and, that's nice, uh, right? That must make you very proud to hear that. Yeah, yeah. That's, and you've got a couple of uh, different, uh, well, within that, you've got a number of generations and maybe some husband and wife teams. Yeah. Is that right? There's, there's, I think there's six husband and wife teams in the band. And uh, my great-grandfather led the band in the 1870s. His name was Joseph Bapst. He ran a bakery in town and uh, played cornet, and I have his cornet, and it's uh, very valued now. Sure. Um, so he played, and my great-uncle George played, uh, my dad, my mother, my sister, myself, uh, my son played in the drum section, and I had a, a, my daughter play euphonium in the band. Um, 
many generations. Yeah, and now this summer, I got a grandson coming up to spend a week with me. He plays trombone. So I got to put him you gotta in there. Put him in you got to put him in there. You got to get another generation in there. got to get another generation in there. Love yeah. that. Juan, thank you so much for coming by. We so look forward to the summer concerts. I know NCTV's out there a few times each summer to bring those concerts to a, a larger audience as well. But you've got a great place down at Central Park. Oh, yeah. Always fun. We're the envy of a lot of community bands, I can tell you that. Absolutely. Pride in Naperville. Yep. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming by. Thank you very much. Absolutely. And if you're interested in learning more about the Naperville Municipal Band and their concerts, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. For more than 150 years, you've believed in Busey. Today, more than ever, we believe in you. To our healthcare workers, first responders, and local businesses, you're central to the communities we're proud to call home. Busey's grateful to partner with you and your families through life's ups and downs, today and for generations to come. Because as neighbors helping neighbors, we're in this together. Busey, grateful to serve the communities we call home. We live in a safe community, but not a crime-free community. If you see something, say something. Be a Naperville Crime Stopper. If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wynette, and joining me now from Summer Place Theater is Don Gingold. How are you, Don? I'm doing great. Good to see you again, Jane. Always nice, always nice. And we're going to get to your lapel pin in a moment. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. yeah we're going to talk yeah, about we that. we got to talk about that. But <laughs> um, in the meantime, let's talk. You know, it's been tough. Uh, particularly in the arts. Oh, COVID gosh. has been very, very difficult. Yes. Um, so talk a little bit about kind of your journey over the last couple of years. As, as so many others are have suffered over the last couple of years in the theater, and of course we're very lucky because of our relationship with the park district and with the school because we don't have a building to keep uh, paying rent on. Uh, so we're, uh, we're working with the school, and when the kids leave, we go on to stage. Uh, but of course, we couldn't be on stage the last two years because of COVID. So this year, luckily, and we hope that it stays that way, that we'll be able to be on stage again, Naperville Central High School Auditorium. The kids okay. leave, we move in, and uh, it's a wonderful theater. We love it. We've been there since the early 90s. Uh, prior, of course, we were in a tent. It's probably better <laughs> in this situation to stay <laughs> in a tent. To the tent. We I may have know. to go back to a tent, yeah. <laughs> Um, now, typically, you've done three shows this summer. I know right. it's been a very busy schedule, but right. this year you're going to do one show. Talk one a little bit about big one show. big show. One <laughs> big, her oh, wonderful show, The Sound of Music. Okay. Everyone's favorite musical theater show. Uh, we're doing one show this year instead for, for a couple of reasons. First, COVID is a valid reason for that. Um, there's a lot of preparation and what would happen if we had to cancel last minute. Uh, the, the, our, our neighbors to the east, North Riverside uh, players, had to cancel back in May their uh, the second weekend of Sweeney Todd because of an outbreak of COVID. So it looms over us like a specter. You, you, you do want to be cautious with that. Um, but the other thing is we're a very small group. 
And we get the school because of uh, the way that the school schedule uh, works. Uh, the kids leave the first, second of June, but they're back the, the first, uh, second week of August. Yeah. And we have to clear out ahead of time. So we're really cramming three big shows into two months. And it's just an awful lot to do. Plus, we're a small group. So the thought was, let's do this well, right, just the one show. And we're pulling out all the stops. Uh, it's Sound of Music, everyone loves it. Uh, and we're doing a couple of different events outside of the theater so that our theater crew can build the set and have it all ready to go while we talk up the Sound of Music. We have a, a uh, we had, I should say, uh, a talk in May. We had another talk you folks recorded for us uh, back in April. And then in uh, June, just a couple days from now, we're going to be doing a Sound of Music sing-along okay. uh, over at Hollywood Palms. So uh, the theater can be uh, uh, focusing on getting everything ready while we're out talking up Sound, sound of Music. Nice, yeah. nice. Now, okay, because, I mean, Sound of Music, Julie Andrews, you know, right, childhood right. memories. Oh, you know, I can't sing, so I won't stand uh. on that. But um, talking a little bit, is it the same thing? It's similar. Okay. But uh, in the movie, it's much more the love story between Maria and Georg von Trapp. Okay. In the play, there's more of what's called the Anschluss, which is the Nazi or the German occupation of Austria, and the uh, who's on, who's interested in it and, and who's not. Okay. It's really a cautionary tale. It's just as relevant today as it was 80 years ago when it came out. 1959 was when the play was first uh, performed. Um, and we, we uh, one big thing, you know, you, you think of this um, Elsa and Maria, uh, Elsa's the Baron, Baroness rather, who uh, is dating uh, Captain Von Trapp, and everyone thinks, oh, well, she lost out to the younger Maria. Well, not really. In the play, Elsa is more on the side of, yeah, let's go ahead with the occupation, and it's all right that this is all happening. Georg, Georg was steadfast against it, and that's what broke them up. And you have all of that in the play that you really don't have in the movie. Okay, so we're going to see a different, you know, gonna there are going to be some, some themes that are the same, but we're going to see right. some plot lines and that are And two different, different songs that, that help tell that story are in the play that aren't in the movie. But of course, the favorite ones, the Do, Re, Mi, and Favorite Things, and Problem with Maria, and all of those great those songs are, are all in there. Okay, good. Right. Excellent. So you'll Excellent. know the story, but I think you'll learn a little bit more by seeing the play. Okay. And on the Edelweiss, too, right? Edelweiss. Okay, Edelweiss. Nice. That song will be in there as well. Excellent. Now, your cast and your crew, all local? Talk a little bit about that. Uh, we have people from all over, but a lot of people from right here in Naperville, so it's great. Uh, it is community theater, and you find your best talent. Uh, we, we have an open call, and a whole bunch of people come in. Uh, we're, we're very fortunate with uh, uh, Catherine Damrich is our uh, Maria and Matt Whalen, he's been in a number of our shows. He's our Captain Von Trapp, um, and the rest of the cast is just wonderful. Uh, Max, the producer of the uh, festival, the music festival that the Von Trapp singers sing in, everybody knows that right. part of the story. Our Max is Reed Pence, and Reed was in one of our shows back in 1970 oh when he was gosh. a young guy, and now he's back in doing the part of Max. We're great. It's great to have him back. Nice, yeah. a full circle, right? Full circle, yeah. right. Now, with just the one show, how are you going to judge success for yourselves this summer, Don? 
Well, we hope that a lot of people want to see this show. And of course, with COVID, we're cautious of how many tickets we sell. But we certainly hope that we, we don't want to fill the theater. We want to give people some space and feel sure. safe and secure. But we hope to sell plenty of seats. It is a 900-seat theater. So if we sold 300 seats, people could spread out a bit. People would feel comfortable and still have a great view of the show. Absolutely. So, uh, and if we do those things, that'll be great. Okay, and yeah. then what's after Sound of Music? Well, um, we always do ghost stories in the park in the dark, and so yes. we'll be doing that first the first Friday of October. It's always the first Friday for that weekend, so okay. it'll be that way too. And then after that, we haven't quite planned out uh, 2023 quite yet. So yeah, just kind of enjoy 2022, we, we're, right? We're looking forward to that, <laughs> right, one step at a time. Absolutely. Don, as always, thank you so much for stopping by. We really appreciate it. A pleasure. It. Thank you for having us. Yes, have a good show. Thank you. <laughs> To find out more about the Summer Place Theater, please go and visit their website. You can also get tickets there, so don't forget that. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. For more than 150 years, you've believed in Busey. Today, more than ever, we believe in you. To our healthcare workers, first responders, and local businesses, you're central to the communities we're proud to call home. Busey's grateful to partner with you and your families through life's ups and downs, today and for generations to come. Because as neighbors helping neighbors, we're in this together. Busey, grateful to serve the communities we call home. Stay in the know, at home, or on the go with NCTV 17 News Update. This quick recap of everything happening in and around town will be delivered straight to your email inbox for free. Sign up today. Welcome back to Spotlight. And joining me now from the Exchange Club to talk about Ribfest is Diane Simmons. Welcome to the show, Diane. Oh, thank you. Always nice to talk about Ribfest. Always love the polos. Um, tell us this year, where is Ribfest? Ripfest is going to be at the DuPage County Fairgrounds in Wheaton, and we're really excited about it. Yeah, and talk a little bit about that. That's a great space, right? Yeah, it's set up exactly, you know, for a festival. Uh, we have everything there that we need, including parking right on site for people. So, uh, you know, it, it'll be a, a new location for us after a, a break for a couple a couple years. Yeah. But we're excited to, to get back and be able to hold it again. Okay, and when will you be holding it? We'll be holding it uh, June 17th through the 20th, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Okay, and that's a little bit of a different time, so say a little bit about that. Yeah, so uh, they didn't have the 4th available. Okay, oh, you know, well, that 4th always July. starts, right? Availability. <laughs> so, yeah, so we started with that, but um, it's funny because RevFest originally, our first RevFest was on Rotary Hill in Naperville, and it was over Father's Day weekend. So oh. we're, we're kind of going back to Father's Day weekend, and... Uh, Nice place to take dad. Yeah, exactly. We have a great day for Sunday for Father's Day. So Okay. Now, do I need a ticket? You do need a ticket. Well, you, you don't and you do. Uh, okay. It's free to get into our family area and our rib area. Um, so you, there's free parking. We'll have shuttles from the free parking area to come in. And uh, the family area, which is Wintrust family, our family area, this year, that area is free with the carnival. And to get ribs and everything else is not a ticket. Okay. To get in for the concert side. Uh, for the concerts throughout the day and mostly into the evening uh, that you need a ticket for. OK, 
Okay. So you can you can absolutely bring your family, you go could. have a nice day out, enjoy some food, some family fun, absolutely. and not have to buy a ticket. Absolutely. And then if you want to come back or you want to stay later, then you need to have a ticket. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So now who's give us an idea of who's in the lineup because you always have amazing talent. Yeah. So, so it was it was a little more tricky this year I would to, get, to get to get with COVID and you know scheduling, but we're kicking off with Toby Keith. That's uh, this year. So we're real excited to have him on Friday night. Uh, and then Saturday, we're going a little bit more rock. So we'll have candle boxes opening up for Hailstorm. So oh. that's a little bit younger kind of, you know, rock night. And then Sunday's country day. So we'll have uh, starting out really right at noon and we'll have some acoustic performances. Alexandria Kay then, which is a, she's an up and coming country. Um, she's touring with Tim McGraw this year. Oh, yeah. Uh, she's no kicking off, feet. no small feet. <laughs> yeah. She's kicking off our country day. Uh, Levi Humman, who's working with Locker Hayes, also another on the, you know, TikTok dance stuff right now. And then Ashley McBride, and then our headliner is Brett Eldridge. So that's great uh, yeah, for our that's Sunday a great Father's lineup. Day. So we'll have like Father's Day uh, deals going on throughout the day on ribs and, you know, family area and things like that. And then uh, Monday uh, is going to be really all local bands all day long with uh, Seventh Heaven headlining our, uh, our, our Monday. Yeah, and that's nice because I've always felt like it was nice to bring the local bands in. Mm -hmm. And they get some really, really good attendance, right? They do. They do. They have a following. They're going to bring in, you know, people into the park. We only do have the one main stage. You know, our former Ribfest site had two. Okay. Uh, this one only has one main stage. Okay. So, do you think that's going to be good? I, I mean, do. You're not kind of splitting out the audience, right? I do. I do. And, the, you know, it's just the, the fairgrounds is set up, you know, perfectly for this. Yeah. And really, you know, we're going to have a great, some great skyboxes. The sponsor tent uh, is going to be available again with parking in the DuPage, DuPage County Fair um, right there in the in the garage from the courthouse, so oh, okay. that's going to be uh, available for sponsors to park in and VIP parking. Okay. And then free parking for patrons, and we will have some paid parking that's right up close. Okay. So. Okay. Now, do you still have sponsorships available? We do. Okay. So still opportunity to get in and get those VIP. Yes. <laughs> sponsor tent. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we have sponsor awesome. tent available right now. Okay. Uh, for for go all quickly. Of the, go quickly. <laughs> They're going quickly. Our skybox actually is sold out for for wow, Brett Oh, that's great. So that's great. And Toby might be sold out before yeah. then, but uh, <laughs> we'll have lots of things available, front of stage and uh, our sponsor tent available. And yeah, we're just, we're really excited to be able to, to do this again. Yeah, get back to it. Yeah. Now, if I am not, you know, which I can't imagine not being a rib person, because um, I'm, I'm drooling just thinking about ribs right now, wishing I had that for dinner. Um, and maybe I'm not as, as in on the music. Talk a little bit more about some of those other things that you can do so people really understand what else is available to them. Okay. So, I mean, at the park, we're going to have a, our family area, our, our carnival area, so you can bring your kids to. We have a whole uh, family plan, and they're going to have magicians and... Um, you know, different games. I think we have uh, some kind of animal show, you know, uh, local animal show. Maybe it's the reptile show, I believe, that's <laughs> happening in the family area. But we okay. have things scheduled throughout the day. 
and uh, music in those areas. And then we'll have other vendors, um, if you don't like ribs, there'll be other vendors available out there to you know, get something else to eat. Okay, so it isn't just ribs. They're not just other, ribs. Yeah, no, we'll have our rib have. vendors that we, you know, that we have in, in special area, but uh, there'll be other things out at the park definitely to eat. Okay, and um, those rib vendors, you know, because it's a big competition, it's a big deal to win. So sure. still doing the competition? Yes. Okay. Yes. We'll still have the, I'm not officially sure who, who which rib vendors are out there okay. coming this year, but they are coming. So we'll have, uh, we will have a contest. Someone will win. Okay, awesome. <laughs> I know you're going to have some uh, judges, you know, kind of local judges like you normally do. Sure, do you usually up. judge? Are you no, gonna... I don't, but I was oh. trying to get, that was subtle, right? I, I was see. trying to get my way into that. Okay, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> um, what time, Diane? So if I'm thinking about that weekend, I know I want to go to the fairgrounds, I'm mm -hmm. ready to go. What time is Each the... Each day is a little bit different, okay. So, but every day we're going to open at noon. Okay. Um, so Friday and Saturday, uh, noon to 11, which is a little bit longer, the park oh, yeah. will be open. But the concert side will open at 5 okay. on both of those nights. And on Sunday and Monday, the park will open up at noon. And I think Sunday goes till 10. And Monday will close a little earlier, about 8. Okay. Yeah, well, and then the concert venue will be open uh, those two days the whole time the park okay. is open. Okay. Well, we do so. have to go back to work on Tuesday, yeah. unfortunately. If you're out that out at the park, you can upgrade your ticket too. If you brought your family and didn't have a ticket, you know, for the you know for the concert side, you can always do that while you're at the park too. Oh, okay. That's nice. So change your plans. If mm -hmm. you know, if everybody's feeling good and ready to go, right. we can keep going. Right. Nice. Um, I think it's important to say because you know you've you've been doing this for a long time. Uh, everybody thinks of Ribfest, but the important thing is, it's the Naperville Exchange Club. So say a little bit more about that. Right. So um, the Exchange Club in Naperville has been around for this. Actually, is our thirty-third year of Ribfest, but we uh, raise money for the prevention of child abuse and domestic violence. So we've. Uh, raised and given away over $18 million over that, over that time period. And to uh, the past, you know, about 48 different organizations um, per year, up to that many that, you know, promote prevention of child abuse and domestic violence. So a lot in our Naperville community, a lot in the surrounding communities, but we have done that through, um, through Ribfest. So it's been tough. Yeah. The last couple of years, not being able to have that and not being able to give, you know, we were able to give some still to some organizations, but it obviously was cut back dramatically by not being able to have Ribfest and not, um, you know, not being able to raise those funds yeah. that all those organizations, you know, desperately need. Absolutely, and, and now more so than ever, right. uh, without question. And I right. think, and I've heard it said about your event, it's a party with a purpose. Right. Uh, and I think that's important for people to remember. It's not just that you're putting on a party, but you have a very distinct need that you're trying to fulfill we do. with that party. We do, it's not profit for us. It yeah. goes, you know, all back into into the community and you know I've volunteered over half my life for um, you know for the exchange club and you know I think it's important absolutely and if somebody wants to join the exchange club how do they go about that Diane? oh please go to our website exchange club of Naperville okay dot org and um, it's on the Ribfest site too so you can go to Ribfest okay Ribfest site so so when you're buying your ticket, you could come test out the exchange club you as well. Could. Yeah, we're all volunteers. It's an all-volunteer organization. So, And then we, we usually use up to 4,000 volunteers for RibFest. So we look for just volunteers for the event. So if you oh, want to volunteer, okay. you can go to the RibFest site as well Okay. and um, volunteer on there. Okay. There's a form right there so there we is. can do it? There Lovely. is. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. Well, Diane, thank you so much for stopping sure. by. We wish you all the best thank for you. RibFest at the DuPage County Fairgrounds over Father's Day weekend. Thank you so much. Absolutely. For more information about the Exchange Club of Naperville and RibFest, please go and visit their website.
I'd like to thank all of my guests for joining us on Spotlight. To learn more about the organizations featured on today's episode, please visit our website at nctv17.com. Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise.